Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim, Fred, Ray, and now Steve Jordahl. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody. So, if you want to join us on the internet, I failed to mention this last hour. If you want to watch this here show, go to Facebook or YouTube and just type in Today's Issues, and we are live video streaming our program there. And on our Facebook page, we are... uh, We'll post the stories that we discuss. Adam Suddeth is our producer this week, uh, and uh, Brent Creeley is on vacation. He's our normal producer. I don't know if he's normal or not, but he's our regular. <laughs> as as any of us, I suppose. <laughs> well, he, yeah, that's right. What's as normal? As close huh? to normal as you can get. Ray, our regular uh, uh, <laughs> producer. But uh, anyway, we uh, we hope you had a great great July Fourth weekend. And uh, uh, thank you for listening to American Family Radio. Steve. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, get started. Let's go. I got to tell you, um, I have run into something uh, just so impressive. Um, Over the weekend, my wife, Heather, found a um, a TikTok channel. And it is called uh, Your Proud Dad. Now, the background of this... We've been talking for a long time about the need for strong fathers in uh, in the home uh, to, to take care of kids and to teach kids, specifically young men, how to be men, but young girls uh, to show them love from a, a male figure. They don't have to go find it some in, in an unhealthy place. Men, fathers are important. This is a TikTok channel called Your Proud Dad. It's just a 20-something, maybe 25, 26-year-old guy who um, is, is playing the role of dad on TikTok. And he's doing things. I'll play you a couple examples. He's doing things like tutorials, a dinner with dad. He'll sit down and he'll actually, in the camera, he'll put a plate of food in front of the camera, have his own plate, and then you'll hear the conversation that goes on. He's got three... Over 3 million followers. This is 3 million kids, mostly young people, I have to imagine, that are father-deprived, that, that, that find this the best expression of father they, they can find. This guy's doing great, just incredible stuff. It's sad that it has to be like this, but how inspiring. I, so I wanted to start. This We're going to start with the, um, the tutorial. Um, any uh, young man knows if they're growing up, at some point they're going to need to learn how to shave. If they don't have a dad... It's hard to know how to do that. Tying a ties is kind of the same way. I want you to listen. This is just a little bit from his tutorial about how uh, he's teaching kids as a surrogate father how to, to uh, shave. Listen to cut 12. I'm about to shave if you want to join me, all right? So just make sure that you wash your face off with some warm soap and water and then leave it damp, okay? All right, so just go ahead and put some shaving cream on the places you want to shave. So, and then he goes on and... And, and demonstrates how to do that. Now, uh, about dinner with dad. You know, the, it's important to sit down with your kids and eat. Well, I want to play you a little bit. This is dinner with dad. And uh, he's going to, this is a little bit about how this interaction goes. Listen to Cut 10. How are you? Give me one good thing that happened for your day and then one challenging thing. All right, start with a good thing. Yeah. Okay. 
Not bad. I bet that was like, you were on top of the moon, huh? Yeah. Okay, what was one challenging thing that happened with your day? So that's that's the, the dinner that he has like six or seven or well dozens of those actually every so often maybe mm-hmm. every night I don't know mm-hmm. he says so it's a one way conversation it's a one way conversation but he hears from tons of kids I mean he hears it's from a these, role play it's a role play with a purpose gotcha yeah um, and but three million followers three million followers and I have to believe they're mostly kids who need dad who but he's giving. Uh, Sound advice, biblical, would you say? Well, he is a Christian. I'll let you listen to what his uh, motivation. Well, uh, it's motivational, it's uh, instructional. He usually ends each post with, All right, hey, have a good night. I love you. Which dad's where's he from? I, I, someone told me he was from Columbus, Mississippi, but then I found a profile that looks similar to his that's from someplace in Alaska, so I'm not sure. I, I got yeah, there's a big difference there. A little bit, a <laughs> little bit. Listen to him explaining. He decided to, to have a tutorial on how to do eggs for Easter, colored eggs, you know, for Easter. I want you to listen to Cut 11. How do you say? All right, so I'm going to dye some eggs with you. You're going to take orange, and, and you know what? I can give you the blue one. I'm going to give you blue. And I'll tell you a little bit about why... I celebrate Easter. All right, so first of all, you're gonna take your wax crayon, you're going to, anyway, I celebrate Easter because uh, it's a reminder of what Jesus did on the cross for me. And then he goes and gives yeah. kind of the message well, of salvation. You know, kudos to him. What he's trying to do there is uh, use technology to, as I, I called it, role play. And it is a form of role play where he's 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 pretending to be the dad of the viewer, right? Yes, correct. On TikTok, and the and the the but the viewer learns the values, the morals, the whatever he this gentleman. What's the his affirmation. name? What's his name? Oh yeah, thank you. His name is I wrote it down here. Hold on. Uh, his name is Summer Clayton. Okay, what Mr. Clayton is trying to, to do there is admirable because he's. And he's got three million followers. I just wonder how many. Three point one. Probably, as you say, Steve, the vast majority of those would be younger people who are wanting to play along, so to speak. But uh, it's good to have them getting Christian advice yeah. on living and uh, from even if you know. And it shows the hunger. I think it's yeah, out there. I agree. Next story. All right. Well, guess what? Gavin Newsom's running for governor of California. I bet it uh, doesn't surprise anybody, but what might surprise you is Gavin Newsom is running a campaign ad in Florida. Say what? Yeah. Down in the Sunshine State, you're going to be able to see this ad. Uh, this is a Gavin Newsom campaign ad paid for and approved by Gavin Newsom, and it's running in the Sunshine State. Listen to Cut 9. It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom? It's under attack in your state. Your Republican leaders? They're banning books, making it harder to vote restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Don't let them take your freedom. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2022. I've never heard of this kind of, this is nuts. You have the governor, unless there's some ulterior motive that's not explained here, the governor... Of California, Gavin Newsom, 
is paying money to Florida television stations mm. to run ads promoting his campaign to people who can't vote in a gubernatorial election in the, in the golden state unless any, but he's saying he's trying to woo these people in Florida to move cro- all the way across the country to vote for him or, well, um, <laughs> a lot of people are leaving California for Florida. Maybe he wants some of them back. Um, unlikely, but yeah, I don't know. I, and uh, the other thing someone says is he might be running for president someday. And maybe this is, yeah, I, I think, uh, that a lot of people are talking about, 2024, who would be uh, good to replace Joe Biden on the ticket. So I think there's a little bit of that behind it. But, you know, it, it's a 29-second ad. I think it is 29 seconds. And it's filled with lies and distortions. Oh, absolutely. He says oh, yeah. they oh, want yeah. to ban books. Right. No, I know. here's what's happening in Florida, folks. There was a law passed to protect the rights of parents to stop teachers from uh, giving pro-homosexual lectures to, to kids in kindergarten. Now, that's, that's what's going on in Florida. But he tries to paint it as book banning. I know. So that, yeah. this is the, but this, this, is tic- this is typical of Gavin Newsom, quite frankly. You will remember, in the midst of the pandemic, he was telling everybody in his state, you know, you got to uh, stay home, stay away from crowds. You can't do this. You can't do that. Until we saw the picture of Gavin Newsom at a party with no mask on. Yeah. So uh, do you really want to trust, trust Gavin Newsom? I would say no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't think the governor of California. I mean, California is the largest state, <clears throat> but uh, I, I don't know. I, well, I, uh, two, two things. Everything Fred said, of course, is 100% correct. <clears throat> it's full of falsehoods. That said, strikes me as a pretty effective ad. You had that guitar version of America the Beautiful going in the back. Yes. That's clever. That's really well done. And he's got sort of a, his voice is, let's say, pleasant enough, right? I think he's trying to do two things. One, I think he's hoping uh, to smoke DeSantis you know, smoke him out, so to speak, to get Governor DeSantis of Florida to reply, because then that that ad would go nationwide. I don't think the governor of Florida is going to get involved in this. But number two, Fred, I think you're right. I think this is less about running for governor of California re-election, more about creating a national platform, maybe for 2024, if uh, if Joe Biden is pushed to the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Steve, next story. All right. Well, um, 4th of July is over, and um, there's a lot of people who are a little bit angry about this country. I wanted to um, I wanted to play you a little clip of somebody who's done with America. And <laughs> this is somebody who's uh, – this is from TikTok. I don't know the name of the person. doesn't matter. But I want to listen to their goal in life now um, – and uh, I guess my reply to this would be, fine, see you later. But listen to Cut 8. I'm 46, and when I turn 50 and my husband is all better, we plan on moving out of this country and somewhere else in the world. No idea where yet, just not here. So my question is, is there a place we can move that people would be happy to have us, that we're not gentrifying or colonizing? <laughs> the answer is probably no. <laughs> 
Okay, okay, explain that. Explain what we just heard there. This is a lady who is ashamed of her country, and so she and her husband, when he gets better, when whatever he's got, I don't know, um, they're looking for a place to move that's, uh, they're going to be expatriates. They want to move away from this terrible, awful, oppressive, awful country. Why are they waiting? Uh, She's not 50 and he's not well. Why does that matter? I don't know. So is that saying you can't go to another country and get the kind of health care you can? In that the might United be the case. <laughs> that might be the case. That's what it sounds like to yeah. me. Yeah. I've, uh, heard, I've heard these lines before. Remember oh, when brother. Donald Trump was running for president? Right. You had these Hollywood people saying, "Yeah, if he's elected, I'm moving. <laughs> We're moving to Canada <laughs> right. or wherever. Right, right. Never, I was, ha- I never was, happened. I know there are a lot of people who are willing moved. to do a GoFundMe page to help these people move. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. Huh? <laughs> Uh, and these celebrities with millions and millions of dollars, Cher and yeah. Madonna, yeah. I don't know, all of them. You know, if Donald Trump's elected, I'm we're I'm moving or I'm renouncing my citizenship, and then they never do. Yeah, nope. yeah. There was a, a right a, a radio host, I don't know if it's a Fox host or something, but a few years ago when this became popular, literally offered to pay one-way ticket for a family plus yeah. moving expenses to get them out of the country if yeah. they'd go. Yeah, no one took him up on it. I just say good riddance. That's one, right. That's you know, one, one less liberal. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Huh? Go for it. Exactly. Go for it. That's right. Exactly. So let's talk about the young people in this country. We uh, have a little deficit of knowledge in this country. There was a poll of a, uh, more than a thousand Americans. It was commissioned by Lawsuit.org. I don't know. If, never heard of that company, but. Uh, it's uh, about it, kind of an independent Lawsuit.org? That's what it said. Commissioned by okay. Lawsuit.org. Okay. Uh, more than a third of Americans cannot spell the word independence. I saw this story last night, and I sent it to yeah. you, right? And Fred and uh, Ray. Independence. Uh, <clears throat> and this is not... Uh, I'm working. On, I'm working on independence. Are you right working now. on independence? I N. Okay, I got the first two yep. letters. I N. Right. A, a third of Americans can't spell independence. That's what they Is say. That what you? I, okay. They probably want to put an A in there somewhere. Independence. Independence. That's right. That's where. It, that's where it should go if there's going to be one. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. How, how many E's in independence? Uh, one, two, three, four. Four, okay. And then one I, right? I-N-D-E-N-C-E, just one I. Two D's, one P, one N. Two D's. That's not that hard. Sounds like Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. I'll take an I. A whole lot of E's. So a third of the people can't spell. Americans? Yes. Adults? Yes. Okay. What else you got Well, not only that, I'm guessing, though, that the third that can't spell independence probably could name 15 genders. You know, it's what they're getting in school, so. Here's the other thing. They ask them, what country did America gain its independence from? <laughs> Almost half of the, of the people who responded didn't know. And these were 1,000 people. More than 1,000, yeah, 1,030. So they posed the question uh, to a, these 1,000 Americans. Which country did America gain its independence and from? And what percentage knew the answer to that? 57% of all adults among Gen X or Gen Z. Sixty-four percent did not know. Only thirty-four. What is Gen Z? Gen Z comes after uh, millennials. Okay, that's we probably need to find an island for these people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. if they can't, 
if they're if they're adults, they're adults, right? Well, the young young adults, yes. Yeah, but they've been through the uh, they're they're some high school seniors. They're in college and they don't know where, what country we gained our independence from. No, no. What what percentage of them don't know? Of Gen Z, thirty sixty four percent don't know. Do not know. Okay. Yeah, that's an indictment of the education system. Yeah. You know, plain and simple. Yeah. You know, Ray, don't you? You know what country we gained our independence from, right? Right, well, England, right? Oh. But I'm still, I'm still struggling with, I'm still struggling with independence. Are okay, you still I'm still, spell I'm still out, working sure on that right? in my head. Uh, <laughs> it's not as easy as people uh, well, think. Independence, Independence Day. You ever seen the spelling bee, the National Scripts and National Spelling yeah, Bee, yeah, Ray, yeah. where they, they, the kids come up and they spell things with their finger with, on with their, their hand? Their hand. Right. There's no pen, right. but they just right. spell it out. That's, That's right. how they visualize right. it. They spell it. Uh, oh, you mean? With their, they write it. They, they they kind of they they just take the, the judge asks them. I'm the familiar word, with the national spelling bee. Well, the yeah. kid will stand at the microphone and he say independence, right. and you'll see them write with their finger on finger. their oh, okay. on their, their hand, kind of like you do when you do the ABCs. You have to sing them out to find right. out. Remember right. Right. That's yeah. exactly right. Well, they yeah. kind of see it uh, when they write it out with their finger in their hand. So got you. Well, yeah. And so, but now a lot of them said we succeeded from from Europe, right? Yeah. Well. Okay. So the, uh, the in order of um, of popularity, ten um, percent thought that we uh, of all Americans thought that we gained our independence from Native Americans. Eight percent from South America. Seven percent from Eng- from uh, Europe. Again, the people said we gained our independence from South America. South America. They also need to be a part of this island experience I'm talking about. They need to be huh? South America. Yep. That's, don't even say that. You know, this is one of those things where you keep your mouth shut. That's right. Don't even guess. Don't yes, bother. That's what I'm saying. What's the old expression? Better to keep your mouth shut and, and make them think that you're stupid. Rather than right. open up your mouth and remove confirm all it, remove, remove all, all doubt. doubt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, maybe these people will get educated. But in all seriousness, there, there is a lack of oh yes of knowledge about our constitution, our history, our heritage, and when if, if the further we move down time here, it seems like the less people know about. Um, you, you just don't appreciate something sometimes that you don't know the history of it i've described it this way it's kind of like a third generation business family business and the first generation this would be in the case of our founding fathers Mm -hmm. all the blood sweat and toil and tears and money and everything it to create this american experiment which has led to the the most prosperous generous freest uh, as my dad used to say, the best for the most. This mm-hmm. is why people want to come here. Yes. Uh, all, from all over the world, they want to come to America because it's the best place to live in the world, despite uh, the flaws and problems that we do have. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's then you get the second generation and a family business, and they want to, they understand, you keep hard work and keep up what mom and dad did yeah and by the time a lot of times you get to a third generation of a family-owned business all they want to do is mm-hmm. enjoy the money ride this for fancy fancy sports cars and go to the country club neglecting the business yes. that 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 provided for it all you see my point here they Absolutely. see the analogy mm-hmm. and i'm afraid we're getting a lot of americans who just want to enjoy the benefits of the american 
experience and experiment without having full appreciation of everything. That's why we celebrate July 4th. That's right. Is to say, hey, we look back and see God's hand and, and we appreciate what our forefathers did to create the land that we love, the home mm-hmm. of the free, mm-hmm. the land of the free, the home of the brave. And again, for, for all the naysayers who want to just pile on America and say we're no good, they're not going anywhere. That's right. They're, 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 they're bluffing. Mm-hmm. They don't, very few of them who want to criticize America as fascist, as colonialist, as land of white supremacy. Boys, been amazed by you know the AOC crowd, the squad, mm-hmm. everybody, all those people. They was you know we're a fundamentally what do they call a, a fundamentally racist country. Mm-hmm. Is that what they call us? Yep. Among other things. Okay, so <laughs> you got these lefties who want to call America a fundamentally racist country, irredeemable, mm-hmm. basically. All the while, they they want to go down to the southern border, for example, and encourage all these brown people to come into the land of white supremacy. Yes. You ever find that ironic? Mm-hmm. Huh? Yep. Y'all, everybody pour in here, you know, come be a victim of institutional racism. Yeah. <laughs> like the rest of us. Why? So I say that to say I've got my tongue in cheek in part, but because uh, the, the, uh, the, America is uh, the best country in the world yep. to live our standard of living, the opportunities that we have. This is why if you look at it, uh, the richest people in the world, uh, the most wealth in the world has been created in the United States of America. Uh, and it's not in proportion to the population of the world. Right. Jeff Bezos, Amazon, American. Now, uh, the, Elon Tusk, uh, Musk, Musk rather, is from South America. South Africa. South, excuse me, South Africa. See, I don't even know. Right? <laughs> but then you have the uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who's yeah. American. I could go the Walton family. I could go on and on about some of the richest people in the world, some of the wealthiest companies in the world, uh, most of them, uh, all American-centric. Mm-hmm. So... the my Not all. But. My parents' generation and before that, everybody grew up wanting to give more they their kids would have a better education yes. than they had a better yeah. home than they had my generation we decided to cash in on the american dream we wanted it all we wanted it now we yeah. wanted the house my folks had when i was 20 the first right. house i, I have should be that house and we're leaving the country now there's no yeah. chance that my kids are going to have a better life we've ruined well, well we have to have a spiritual revival in america First and foremost, yes. I think we've talked about that many times mm-hmm. before. Listen, you go back and read the farewell address from George Washington. Uh, and he said clearly in there, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, you have to have religion and morality. They're, they're, they're pillars of, uh, of a, free, a free country. I think you said indispensably linked. Indispensably. So if, you, if we lose our Christian mores then you're going to lose you're not going to be able to sustain freedom and liberty and wealth and prosperity and the constitution is inadequate to the job if we don't have they're 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 interlinked there's no question about it all right thank you thank you ray thank you tim fred thank you you bet steve my pleasure our thanks to chris uh 
Woodward from The Last Hour and uh, Adam Southern for producing the program. Our hour and a half is up here. We hope you have a wonderful Tuesday, July 5th. What's left of it? We'll see you back here tomorrow.